people notice my accent? No, I think they'll just think I converted you the way all English people should. It's Friday. It's good. It's the Good Friday Podcast Chocolate Teapot Special! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome. You asked, well, you didn't, but we answered anyway. My name is Darren Jenkins, and beside me is not the Protestant. It's a Catholic boy, Jack McHenry Gotten. How are you going, lad? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking tired, man, because you got me up at half nine in the morning to get ready for this. Yeah, there's a five-hour time delay, in fairness. I'm full of energy, but I'm trying to get Jack to get up. I'll have to pour some load of cider now after this to get him up to go on afterwards. Yeah, but of course, you have to do it on your schedule, like not, 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 not to suit me at all. Lad, I've been asking you to do a second episode of the Chocolate Crock Crackpot for about fucking two years. This is, this is how we got around to it. <laughs> right, lad, uh, we'll kick off. So basically, for anybody who's extremely fucking confused as to what's going on here... Um, <laughs> The prod will be back for next week. He might actually be back actually by the end of this episode. I don't know. Jack Johal, unfortunately, has a massive story that he's going to tell us all when he comes on. A very middle-class story about how his bike got a puncher and he had to walk a load and his poor little feet had to walk back a load of little miles and uh, he felt like a peasant for the first time in his life. Uh, So he might come on before the end of the podcast and tell us that. There's a few technical issues going on in London at the time being. So we'll see if he can get on before the end of the podcast. But Jack, it is just myself and yourself for the time being. But many people might have heard, if, you, if you're a fan of the Good Friday podcast, you would have heard over the, the recent seven episodes that I was in a band in college called Chocolate Teapot. Band is a strong word. I'm going to stop you right there. Like that's, that's <laughs> not the word I'd use. We were in a fucking... Comedy duo. We were, we, we were in a comedy duo that went around pubs acting the maggot. That's what we did for fucking, for, for what did we do? For, we, we did it for two years. Um, we did. Well, it all started in the open mic in the Harp. The Harp Tavern, yeah. And that was... That was in 20, 2017. Uh, when, when did we graduate? When did we finish college? We finished for college on the 20, two, or in May of 2019. May of last year, this time 12 months ago. So, yeah, it would have been. It would have been 2017. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been summer before everyone went back to college because I remember there who was doing uh, BIM in Dublin. Yeah. And we were him, and he was telling us that he was going back up to Dublin. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah no, been, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And then, no, yeah. But that's that's what like uh, many people wonder what I was on about when I was talking about this. Well, wonder no more. The man who uh, bullied me into getting up and doing this stuff. All the time. Uh, I'm going to plead complete innocence when it comes to this. He's here. Hey, Ladies and gentlemen, Jack McHenry Gotten is there. <laughs> Jack, I am completely talking from my arse when I say that. It was definitely the other way around. Me bullying you into getting up and doing it for the crack. But, um, we, we, um, we went around pubs, in fairness, throughout Sligo and did, uh, like, I would say, well, we had about three or four maybe songs, stable songs that we would have done. And yeah. Um, it was really a 50-50 thing. We'd either clear out the pub or we'd get everybody moving and everybody loved us. There was no in-between with us. Yeah, I, I'll never... Now, uh, there was a, one of our regular spots was Tricky McGargo's in Sligo. Mm. And, uh, R.I.P. Yeah, like, I was told in work one day that uh, it, was, it was on fire. And I swear to God, I was, I, I was like, I, I had tears in my eyes. Like, I was yeah. so upset about it. But we, we walked in there one uh, Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah, because they did the mm. Blue Stacks open mic night on a Tuesday. We walked in and walked up to the bar, uh, pint of Guinness and pint of Anderson's piece. And the owner said, poor, and he looked at us and he goes, he either chopped a teapot. <laughs> I remember that. I, remember. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I, like, I was just so dumbfounded. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, is this guy going to throw us out and tell us not, or not, tell us not to get up? Or like, and then he goes, he hands us the drinks, and he's like, yeah, there you go. You played a few songs. Like, uh, yeah. It's like, all right, those two are on the house. And I'm like, sound, man. Fuck it. 
happy out. The other Got side of that story that you're not telling is that later on, we, went, we did our few songs and everything. They went great. They went fantastic. That was brilliant. The other side of it was we were then asked to play proper songs. And that's where the problem came up because yeah. Jack's a proper musician, but I'm not, yeah. a proper, I'm not a proper musician. So when it came to singing proper songs, I just, I think I sang like three lines of Don't Look Back in Anger. And I think I just went back down and said, I was like, oh, lad, this is, this is terrible. I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to leave it up to you. I remember, I remember that night fondly, like the, the two lads who were begging people to get up all the time and stuff. Like yeah. they thought they hit the jackpot with us. And then they realized quite quickly that they, they didn't. That's basically what happened. Great, great, great. Great times in Trick McGregor's man. Like favorite, fa- like best memories in Sligo right there, or Absolutely. lack of memories, yeah. I guess. Absolutely, and it was it actually it broke my heart when um, he didn't when he what, place wasn't reopened because we had our and listen, no no disrespect to Lilies and stuff. I give a shout out to Lilies, the the, the pub in Sligo because they might send us free cocktails and stuff. How do you ask them to send something across the Atlantic, man? It's not going to happen. <laughs> I have to give a shout out to Bourbon Bar as well because I used to work there. Because <laughs> <laughs> this, all of this could come back to bite me in the arse. But in fairness, we like we had our grad party, our grad, uh, our grad night mm. and stuff like that inside Lilies. But in Tricky's was open. There's not a, there's not a question of doubt in our mind that it would have been in Tricky's. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we say that because like Jack basically organised the grad night for that. So you see, like, it, I literally walked into Lily's and I was like, well, we're having a grab party. Like, oh, okay, what night? Uh, day. Which Wednesday? Uh, that one. Yeah, okay. Do I have to give you any money? No? Cool. Hey, Luke, do you want to do, do the music? Yeah, okay, that's X amount. Okay, cool. <laughs> Luke Devaney getting a shout out there as well, fair play to him. Luke and Tony. Luke and Tony, by Tony Travers. Tony Travers. TL, TL, TLC Fridays, isn't it? TLC Fridays, is that what they used to do? All right, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they'll be back at it again now once this is all fucking cleared up. Oh, they probably will. That's a fair play. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming back for a weekend and I'm just going to pitch a tent outside of Lily's just there and wait for it to open and just... Yeah, exactly. Thanks. That's a, no, but listen, and um, people will be wondering, am I going to sing for this? Listen, we tried doing it last night and there's mm. too much of a lag for us to do it now. So what we will do is that we will take what we did from the Chocolate Teapot podcast, uh, which was done back in, geez, when, when did we do that? 2018, wasn't it? It was in, it was in third year of college, the second semester of third year yeah, of college. Yeah, so it was in 20, 2018. We went up to Flirt FM, which is a student radio station above in Galway, and uh, we recorded it up there. Now, we were both so tired from traveling that it doesn't, like, like we'll openly admit we're not great, but at the, at the name, hence the name Chocolate Teapot, <laughs> But at the same time, it wasn't great that day. It really wasn't. But um, it was... I've just, I've just pulled it up. It has 200 plays. 200? That's, That's not bad. Uh, That's fucking more than some of these ones are getting. Uploaded <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, I suppose these are... And that fucking... That photo, so the photo attached to it is on the bus on the day up. We were talking about, hey, we need to blah, blah, blah chatting about like what we're going to do when we get there. And I was like, right, send me a photo of you looking out the window to your left. And I'll, he sent, Jenko sent it to me. And I, I took a photo of me looking out the window to my right. And I was like, oh, this is great, lads. And I had this like great idea that you're going to do like longing for each other. And it just looks like a really badly cropped photo. Like I didn't know really what the bad. fuck you, went, what you meant when you asked me that. <laughs> and then you put up the oh, something's coming. And I went, I did, is that what we're looking at? <laughs> I like, yeah, like I did it on my phone on the bus on the way up next to this lady who's like, oh, no, they shouldn't, they shouldn't repeal the age. And I was just sitting there like, shut up, yo. Oh, I remember that story. Hey, lads, you'll hear the full story. that If you go on to the chocolate crackpot, uh, chocolate underscore teapot here on Mixcloud as well, type it in. You'll hear that story from Jack. That's great. It's worth a listen, the Chocolate Teapot podcast. It really, really is. Eh. It kind of is, in fairness. It's a bit of crack, like. This is a, yeah, some I st- mean... I remember we tried to do serious topics in it as well. I'm not sure how well that went down. <laughs> uh, I, I was told that, well, like, because we, we talk about feminism, because... Yeah, only slightly now, but yeah, go on. But I was told that we actually, like, the feminism was quite good. But then we followed it up by doing a song called He Makes You Look Fat. And uh, someone told me, 
that that like defeated the whole purpose of talking about feminism. And that just, person needs to get the fuck mm, over themselves. Mm, yeah, yeah. He makes you look fat. Is a great song. It really, really is. I'm gonna. We, we will play that for you at some stage. Uh, well, we'll get that into your edited in somewhere as well. Right, so our first topic this week, ladies and gentlemen, is immigration, the topic of immigration. People have been doing it since the 1800s, Irish people have, because the Brits came over and stole all our spuds. Since uh, the genocide. Since the genocide, exactly. He's going to have some amount of things to turn around now and start firing back at me next week. But, um, but in fairness, he's the product of immigration. Like His mother's from Mayo and his, and his father's from India. So sure. he talks with a middle-class English accent. But um, sure, look, we leave it up to him anyway. So we're talking about this because you and I have now both emigrated from Ireland, despite the fact I'm in Ireland at the moment because of the virus. But we both moved away more or less around the same time. You moved to yeah. Canada, and then two weeks later, I moved to London. So obviously, what prompted your decision? Was it something you always wanted to do? Did you know you'd always have to emigrate? Or does it just something you said? You can't resort to it. Like this is what you want to have to do. It's not. It's not something that I like. Thought I had, that I've always wanted to do. Um, because I, I used to see these people that like I would have went to school with, and they're still in the hometown working the same job that doing since they were in school, and then you know two years later they come back again, and and then you look at them and they all have a baby, and it's like okay, so. You know, like, and I'm not saying that's like there's anything wrong with that. That's great. Like, if you if you're happy and you want to settle down, da, 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 X Y Z, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, you go ahead. But I, so, like, so I got normality basically is what you did it for. I I got itchy feet. Like, I don't I yeah. don't like staying in place for long. Yeah. No, I get three years in Ireland, um, and I just said like. What you know? What what am I missing out there? So figured let's just let's just fucking go, man. Let's go for a look. Um, and I was very lucky because uh, the girl that I have just recently broken up with. There you go. Sad. I wasn't going to mention that, but go on. Crying, cry. I still need to tell my mother. Actually, I better tell her before this goes <laughs> up. I was supposed to do it yesterday, but I didn't. She texted get, me this morning. Get Fiona so. to listen to the podcast, and that's how you tell her. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll ring her after. Maybe we'll see. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. So Friday to listen. I mean, this is Friday. I mean, this, yes, it is Friday, and it is good. And um, yeah, Friday at the twentieth. Friday. At, I can't. Is it the twentieth? All right. Okay. <laughs> well, no, it's the twentieth uh, today, which is uh, Friday. I mean, it's the twenty. Second on. Moving on. Yeah, no. Yes, uh, exactly. Never mind the continuity. This, this is always live. Obviously, we wouldn't, we wouldn't lie to you, our loyal sponsors, potential sponsors. Um, we want to, be, <laughs> of course, sponsored by Brazzers uh, and Durex and stuff like that down the line. We want all the people sponsored that nobody else gets sponsored by. That's what we want. Uh, <laughs> As I was saying, uh, I came over on the 20th of September uh 2019 and you know i was very very lucky i stayed with her family for a little bit um they are some of the nicest people that i've ever met in my entire life um and like they're not your stereotypical uh nice canadians they're just nice people yeah and i got a job uh where did i get a job first job i had was in a local, like small town, uh, bar restaurant, more, more so of a restaurant than a bar. Like you wouldn't really come in there to drink, uh, like that heavily, yeah, or yeah, that I often. Restaurant about, yeah. Um, and then I got a job in McDonald's for two weeks. <laughs> Pulling the big bucks there, boy. I hey, say what you want. McDonald's was a great fucking job. Like it was. Like I mean, I didn't. I, I wouldn't do it. Like unless I had to, but goddamn, man! If like, Let, if there's anything worse, and you're working in a bar now yourself, so you know the crack. Like, but if there's anything worse than dealing with the public, it's dealing with an ignorant person, the ignorant person of the public, and then having to say, "Do you want fries with that as well?" 
I mean, like, I can't imagine anything worse. Fair play to anybody who does it, but I can't imagine it. Sorry, go on. Where did you work after McDonald's? Uh, I got, so there's, there's uh, two types of off-license in Ontario, which is in the, which is the province that I'm in. There's the LCBO, which is the Liquor, Liquor Control Board of Ontario, and the beer store, which is a beer store. That sounds um, like something you need fucking Savlon for. Go on. I, yeah, I know. And uh, one of the ladies in the restaurant that I was working in, she said, hey, my friend is a manager of the beer store. Um, you can drop a CV in. I was like, cool. Went in and dropped a CV. And on the spot, she was like, yeah, look, I'm going to send you the links and stuff. You do all the online training. I was like, sweet, cool, yeah. While this was all going on, I dropped a, a CV into an Irish bar in a ski resort near where I live. Good man. And I hadn't, I hadn't heard anything back from them or or so i tell people um no what really happened was i went in i had it in my resume so you guys hired resume um, jesus christ you're gone fair fucking western hemisphere boy everyone resume. everyone it's everyone a cv that, and don't you ever fucking offer any other word than a cv cv isn't a thing over here so i have, I to, don't have to talk care. like the goddamn westerners man. you're barely a thing over there you're only there a year will you calm down a bit now not their year. I'm here six, uh, actually eight months now. I anyways, anyways, walked in, handed in the resume, and she go uh, and the lady, lovely lady, goes, "Are you Irish?" And I says, "Yeah." And I saw her write down Irish in capital letters, and I'm like, I was like, "Makes sense, cool." But at the time, I was like, "You know, this place is gonna be full of Canadians. It'll be run by Canadians. Yeah, cool." Uh, went back out to the car, started the car, ring, 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 ring. Hello. Hi, Jack. It's da, 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 from, you know, I don't want to put anyone's name out there if they don't want to be put out there. Um, yeah. It's from, it's, um, can you do it for an interview? Uh, when? In about 45 minutes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So I sat in my car for half an hour, went in, and I came up, you, Jack. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Uh, just just chatted like it wasn't even an interview it was just yeah. that's so Irish as well the second anybody hears that you're Irish ab abroad especially in the hospitality sector and you're in an Irish bar there looking for a job as well like it's literally just a chat to find out are you a prick or not and then like, you know if you can come across as not being a prick in that situation you'll have a job but if they say anything other than like you know ah sure yeah we'll be in touch then like if they say that you know you're fucked yeah, and so basically he just said, right, come in Wednesday and you do the beer delivery and we'll see how you get on. Right. So it was a stage, there was a Friday uh, stage when I was there that I was working in this local restaurant, working at McDonald's. I had this Irish bar thing going on and I also was doing this, uh, like this, this uh, online stuff. For the, I kind of said to myself, like, eh. This this isn't going, you know, like this. I, I'm not gonna be able to work four jobs because originally I had planned on keep weekends in the small town bar and doing the week in the Irish bar. Um, but I did one weekend in the Irish bar, and I was like, okay, I'm, this is just I, I cannot pass up the opportunity to make this kind of money every week. Like not, not like I, I don't have the luxury of not choosing the most the fi most financially viable option. Like I, I have to do it because I need money you now. I, I, not that I don't have any support, but I don't want support, you know? I do, I get what you mean, yeah. Um, so I just, I handed in notice and I felt like such an ass to the beer store. I mean like, look, I've done the online stuff, but I'm not gonna be able to take the job because I got a job in this area. And I felt like such a tool. And to this day, that, that was in November. And to this day, I have not gone back into that beer store. I, I just flat out refused. Because only three people work there. And they all like were talking to me. So they all know who I am. And I'm just like, ah, ah, I just, I can't go back. Can't go back. I felt the same way though as well. Because I mean, like, right. My story is that um, as I always knew like myself and Jack know each other because we both did a performing arts course in Sligo. Um, and well, well we, we were there anyway. I don't know if we did it, but we were there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, we graduated. We graduated anyway, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but no, look, I always knew from about the age of 16 that I was going to have to move away to be able to pursue acting and make any proper money out of it. So mm. when I moved, I moved to London anyway, because obviously theatre capital, the world and all that, like I covered that obviously on other, pro- on other episodes of this podcast, so I'm not going to go back over it again. I came over, I was lucky enough, I came over to family members. Um, I stayed with them for a few weeks and then I got uh, settled in another place on my own because of the GAA basically over here. And that's something I'm going to go into in another GAA special, which we will do down the line. But it's like, you know, the GAA abroad is a massive, massive thing. And it got me mm. my house. And then I got in and I got, a, I applied for loads of different jobs, loads of different pubs and stuff like that. It's like loads of bar work. And um, I was lucky enough, I turned down a job that um, was pretty much set up for me uh, because I didn't like it, basically, because I said, I, I don't know if it will suit me now and all this kind of thing. I'm not going to go into detail about it. But, uh, and then within a week, I had two jobs, one of which was in a bar and restaurant place that obviously I first met Jack, that Jack was running, the other Jack now, Joel. And... Um, at the same time, there was an Irish bar around the corner that uh, set me up nicely as well. And I'm not going to go to, I still work there, so I'm not going to go slagging it. But um, it's, uh, what's it called? I rang my boss, uh, my now boss at the time, and I said, uh, is this the manager of the parish? He goes, who's this? And I, was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to introduce myself and everything. And I went on this big, like, uh, fancy speech introducing myself and everything. And he goes, Right, yeah. Uh, how'd you get my number? <laughs> so this, and obviously not the greatest the starts, but uh, I went and did them anyway like that. And um, after a while, I, I merged into the fact that went full time inside into the Irish bar and stuff. And it's such a great thing, especially in London, um, because I don't know obviously what your experiences are in Canada, but in London. To be around the Irish community is such a, a great comforting experience because London can be such mm. a lonely place. So yeah. when I came in and I was obviously I had the, the house through the GAA and started playing the GAA. Um, when I went through the, the idea then of getting a, a job at an Irish bar then on top of that, it was fantastic. Like, you know, and I was well set up with the Irish community. I mean, I've met a lot of Irish people over here now. I mean, Jez, as, as I always joked, I've met more Irish people over in London than I did when I was back at home. And <laughs> I'm not joking you. I don't know where the fuck they're popping up out of, but they're always coming out of nowhere. It's, it's fantastic. But it is, like, and I don't know what your testament is to this, but is there much of an Irish community in Canada? There, up where I am, not particularly. Like, I think the Irish around here are up here for the bar that I work in, the Irish bar that I work in. Um, In in Toronto, there is, what I've been told is an Irish district. I don't know if that's like the official term or if it's just like a section of Toronto that a lot of Irish people go to. Like we do get a lot of Irish people coming up from Toronto and uh, you get chat them and say, yeah, cool. And and it's just, it's, answer the question, yes. Yes, there is a big Irish community. In Canada. And do you like, think that, like, like when you when you meet, we we'll say Irish people abroad, and like in Canada, come up to you in the bar and stuff like that, is it a comfort? Like, does it remind you of home in a bit? And is it is it nice to kind of see them? It the thing that I like when I first came in for that interview, the matter obviously, and I swear to God, like I I had forgotten, like it had only been two months, but I had forgotten what an Irish accent was like. Yeah, and like when I started chatting to him. Like, I just, I straight away, something clicked, and I was just, like, I was just, like, I mean, obviously, I was still shit myself, because, like, okay, be cool, and be, don't be thick, because you need a job, or, yeah, or don't, you want don't this job, right? Like, yeah. yeah, but it was just, it was so comforting, and I just, I just felt, like, relaxed, um, and it, it, it was just so nice to hear it. I mean, you know, he, he doesn't have a nice accent or a nice voice, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you listen to this, boss, uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Both of us trying to keep our jobs. That's what this podcast is. Yeah. Well, I don't have a job right now. Um, but, yeah, like the accent and, and chatting to people. And actually, this, this group of lads in, and uh, they were up in Toronto on someone's birthday or whatever, yeah, drinking on the lodge, and they go, where are you from? I said, 
said, uh, and I was busy actually, I was running up and down. And he goes, uh, here, here, here. What? Do you know Joey uh, Keenan? And I actually worked in Keenan's in Roscommon. That's his family's restaurant. <laughs> I just I put my hands in the bar and I said, fuck off. Uh, he goes, what? Cord- yes, I fucking know him. Like, I, I, I travelled 3,000 kilometres and you're asking me if I know one fella from Roscommon and of course I would fucking know him. Like, this, uh, uh, whatever, he was down in Toronto working with them or something. Um, and it was just like, it was like, the, that was the only person in Roscommon that they knew. And the, like, they happened to bump into me. Like, it's just, the, the world is so small small in a way yeah, yeah. and it's just, just it, it fucks with you i had a similar experience there before the lockdown it was around paddy's day i am um, there was this fella there basically he was with a girl and both of them were absolutely pissed and they were about to be i was getting so fucking sick of them and i let her roar at them to fucking pay me the money because they were asking about about who was going to fucking pay it like, you know and i let her roar at me and there was a bit of it mm. i was i was fit to throw this fucker out like, I was fit to throw these two out. And then the man turned around to me and goes, you're Jenkins, aren't you? I went, who the hell are you? I was like, and then it turns out he's from Mullinahorn, which is like fucking 15 minutes away from where I grew up. And he knew me from lights oh, out Jesus. and stuff like that. Like, you know, and I just had, we had to laugh about it. He went from like, you know, being this close to being thrown out to us actually having a chat and thinking much got to have a bit of crack and like, you know, me basically giving them special treatment half an hour later. And it's like, just, it is, it's such a small fucking country. Like, it really is. It's a small world, as I mean. It's, uh, it, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to give you a quick, quick fire thing now here, right, about things that you've missed from home, all right? Oh, no, sorry, I do want to okay. ask you one question. The GAA over there, is there a big GAA following and stuff over there? Uh, in Toronto, I think so. Yes, uh, not a, like I'm. A, I'm about an hour forty-five north of Toronto. Like this you is. You want to get fucked to Toronto, kid? I I don't like big cities. I'm like happy out here. Like if I could, if I had a webcam, I'd turn around and show you the view from the apartment. Man. It's sick. It's right on, right on yeah. the water. Like it's so nice. Um and like. How nice hey, are you? I live in a flat above a pub. Brilliant. Go on. Uh. I sorry, that just totally threw me. What was I talking about? <laughs> you were talking about. Um, I was saying, was there a big commu- GA community in in Toronto? Like, oh yeah, not up, not up or near where I am. I don't think. I like I've looked into it a little bit. I haven't done too much research, um, yeah. but I haven't found anything yet. Which means I I'll start it, man. I'll get it going. Yeah, then no, I'll no, actually I be fucking listen. The first thing I did when I got to London was research it. Like I hadn't played. Um, I hadn't played hurling in a long time at that stage when I moved over. And mm. I mean, like, I mean, I played rugby and stuff like that. Like, you know, so I, I was still involved in kind of like physical sports and stuff like that. Like, but I mean, I hadn't played hurling in a long time. And um, the first thing I did when I went down anyway, I was like, you see, I, as, as I've said before, and these things, I, I'm, I, I wouldn't particularly run well in soft ground at that stage. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, but I, I got handed a t-shirt by the man who was my landlord who got me the house, but it was involved in the GAA club. And I, and I handed it back to him and said, at Jason's Mick, I said, like, you know, I, there's no point in getting me that. It won't fit me. And he handed it straight back to me. He went, hey, by the time you're finished here, it will. <laughs> and I got into it. I just fucking had to laugh, like, you know. But, um, you know, it, the, the GAA is a massive thing, especially in London, because obviously they have the inter-county yeah. hurling team here in London that goes back and plays the All-Ireland. Um, it's a great thing to, to set lads up over here. It really, really is. And it, it, they do it all over the world as well, in fairness, but it's fantastic. The things now, right, I'll move on. We'll do, we come back to GA at some other point in, in uh, the to do a special on it. But things that you miss qu- about home, all right, the quick fire questions, okay? You ready? Oh, fuck, go on. <laughs> what, yeah. are you drinking, what, do, what did you drink at home? What was your main point of choice at home? Go on, quick, 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 quick. Uh, Guinness. Guinness. What do you drink now instead when you're away? Cans of Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's your main point of Canadian? Like Canadian drink. What's the main point of contact? Go on. I don't drink Canadian beer. <laughs> I drink Guinness like Kilkenny. That's, Kilkenny. Right, that's fine. Your main Kilkenny, tea. Lines or berries when you're at home? Lines or berries when you're at home? Uh, lines. Ooh, controversial. Jesus. Up the country they want that. Berries is down the country. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you drink? What tea bags do you drink when you're in Canada now? 
Irish breakfast tea. That sounds so fucking counterfeit. Shite. It, it sound, yeah, it doesn't sound nice at all. Yeah, I know. It's, it's the best I have. What crisps? What would be your main point of Irish crisps in your home? Oh, uh, potato, cheese and onion. Teas and onion, potato. Or not, sorry. Yeah, yeah, potato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. And what do you mean? What do you eat now when you're over there? What are the potatoes like over there? Uh, the old Dutch, I think. And it's like the favorite one would be the sour cream and like chive or something. It's like they're, they're like the Walkers, you know, that Walkers flavor. Yeah. They're fine, but the issue is they don't have like person sized packets. They're all family packets. Like they're fucking huge. It's just. Jesus. You know, you got the bag there, you're going to eat them, like, you know? So if it's yeah, not in front of you, you're going to eat yeah, the whole you know, bag. I know you're in Canada now, but I remember seeing, like, on America and stuff like that, all the, like, you know, the bags of chips and stuff like that that you see, that they call it chips. Uh, they're all big fucking massive bags of them. And, like, they, you'd only buy one, we'll say, unless you were going to, like, eat it over the course of an evening or, like, mm-hmm. that you were going to, like, um, that there's not, like, you wouldn't get a small bag that you'd pick up and eat in the car on, like, you know, for a quick snack or whatever, like. Yeah, no, no, none of those. Next question. Sorry, bar of chocolate. Your favorite bar of chocolate when you're at home? Kinder Bueno. Kinder Bueno. Do they have that in Canada? Uh, I haven't seen it, but I haven't been looking. Okay, and what's your bar of chocolate when you're over there? Uh, dairy milk. There's like a, a European section in some of the stores. And I meant I Canadian chocolate. What would you be your Canadian chocolate when you're over there? Don't eat Canadian chocolate. Jesus, you're fair race. Integrate, will ya? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and I know what the answer to this question is going to be already as well, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Your favourite fizzy drink when you're at home? I don't drink fizzy drinks. I know. Go on. Uh, well, I didn't, but now I do. I drink them all the time over here. Ooh, what's your favourite fizzy drink over in Canada? Coke. Coke but, Coke but, but it has to be Coke from a soda. Okay, because it's it's different because it's not from it's not like pure that, that you get in McDonald's or something like. Oh, from from a bar from a like, from a from a soda gun in a bar. Oh, okay, it's, right. it's syrup mixed with soda water, I think. Yeah, like it is carbonated. It's it's syrup mixed with carbonated water. Yeah, so it's different. It's it's like sweeter or something. Like I I'm not exactly sure how to explain it. No, no, I know that's not, not exclusive to Canada. That's the way it is the whole time. Yeah, I know that. Uh, it's um, just it's better. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's kind. Do you get Lucasade and stuff like that over there? Uh, again, haven't seen it, but it's it's not something I look for. Um, normally when you get them dying with a hangover, but like haven't had that many hangovers over here. Go drinking. That's what I'm going to want in the morning is Lucasade. See, alcohol over here, and like this is something I didn't know, but alcohol over here is policed incredibly strictly. Um, I, I, I had a case in the place that I worked. Uh, I, me and, me and another guy, we were working the bar, and so one, one of the patrons, we'll call him, he was, he'd had too much, right? Yeah. Um, and we, didn't cut him off. We didn't kick him out. Um, and it, like that, he was for another like half hour, and they were like, oh, "Just fucking ridiculous." He used to go because on stage, and this is only I don't know, like maybe my fourth week, fifth week there. So I, I still not have the confidence to go up to someone and be like, "Yeah, get out." You know, because I just thought... Time, don't worry. Oh, no, I've done it since, man. I've thrown people out since. Um, <laughs> Good stuff. It feels great. Um, anyways, I called into the office uh, the following day. Um, long story short, the whole place could have gotten shut down if the liquor inspector walked in and seen him. Like So, over here, if you're serving out you are responsible for the person you're serving until they are sober again. So, yeah, in you have to, theory, to get them home safely and stuff like. In, in theory, if I serve someone right, hammered, whatever, great, you had a great night, cool. He gets up and he goes to drive to work the following morning, car crash, breathalyzed, and he's got the whole system. I technically 
could be at fault. That that could be considered to be my fault because I'm the one that's serving the alcohol. Of back home, though, lad. In fairness, I mean, I I know. I've literally been in a pub before, and I'm not naming this place. It's not somewhere I worked, but I'm not naming it just because it, it's very bad. But like this fella was literally as pissed as you will ever fucking come across. It was like typical, like you know, Irish lad there drinking for about fucking four hours has about fucking twelve pints and just goes like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm close enough mm-hmm. there now, Mick. I'm close enough there now. Out you go, go on. And he was, I go yeah. And he takes the keys out of his pocket. He goes, well, if you're all right to drive home, right? you should be grand. Take the back roads there. You'll be grand. There'll be nothing on him at this hour of the night. <laughs> Fucking like, that's yeah. the Irish mentality to drink. Just get the fuck out. I'm going home. That's all they say. Like, it's, it's crazy how strict it is over here. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, it's, it's not something that I was expecting or knew about. No, it's um, mad. Even, so funny. even to like touch empty beer glasses like empty yeah. ones so if you're just if you're barbacking like or if you're just uh like a, a glass donkey you yeah. need to have a smart serve which is just an online test that you have to do to learn about uh alcohol levels and intoxication levels blah 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 um but like all them you, tests, you take, like, now listen come here the, all them tests are just pure soft like the, the only way to learn is to throw yourself onto the job and learn it. that's the way it is oh yeah yeah but like if if you don't have that and liquor inspector walks in and he's like, show me your smart serve. You don't have it, man. You're gone. Jesus Christ. You have to have a license for a dog in Ireland. You have to have a license to have a dog in Ireland. Like, you know, and I mean, you have to, you know, you you don't have to have one, a license to work in a fucking bar. But like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't understand that. I really don't. It's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's almost like, they're a young country and they just don't understand it. Yeah. But then I kind of think, man, maybe we're all just alcoholics back home. Maybe, maybe. Okay, so we're going to leave that there. No, sorry, sorry, the last question on that test is, what do you miss cool. most about Ireland? Uh, it changes on a week-to-week basis. Right now, it is, without a doubt, chicken fillet roll. Like, yeah. there is... I have genuinely considered flying home during this. And the chicken fillet roll was kind of the, the one of the yeah, main pushes. Yeah. yeah. If the pubs were open, I'd be at home. Yeah. That's 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 it. That's the crack, yeah. No, I get you. Um the thing that I am much of a call it, I'll ask those questions to myself very, very quickly. What did I drink when I was here mainly? Guinness. What's the English drink that I drink over there? I would say it's probably Carlsberg, I would say. If I was Yeah. I know it's not fucking so I'd actually know English drink, I would say Magnus, Magnus, because it's not the same thing. Uh, sorry, the tea that I drink when I was over here was Barry's. The tea that I drink over here, I don't drink English tea. I think it's you don't drink tea at all. I drink a little bit. I don't drink it. I don't. I, again, like you with fizzy drinks, I kind of drink a little bit now. Mm. It's good to get a cup of tea mm. inside you, so you don't get your bad out cold and die. You know, but um, yes. yeah, <laughs> it's slightly topical and insensitive at the same time. Um, the crisps that I would have ate the most uh, over here would probably be, again, like you, Tato and stuff. The ones that I miss the most over here though are meanies. Oh, good shout. Meanies are fucking savage, kid. Very good I mean, shout. Savage. Bar of chocolate that I miss over that I ate over here probably would have been probably a fruit nut bar. I know that sounds or a caramello probably something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what I would have ate now. Um, the ones that I would eat over there. I know you can get them in Ireland as well, but they're not Irish. It's the Reese's Pieces. The Reese's Pieces are all right, for them. The Reese's? They're, right they're not English, like, but I mean, they're all right, like, you know. Uh, um, they don't like peanuts. It's peanut butter. There's no peanuts in it. Yeah, but where's it? But it's peanut, like, it's the taste of peanuts. Yeah, but they're not actually peanuts, even, though. Even thinking about it, honestly, I... Mm-mm. Ah, Jesus, come on. We both know that's not the only time you have nuts in your mouth. Right. Um, the... <laughs> the the crisps, what was I doing? Back to crisps. Uh, the things I miss most, the thing that I miss most about Ireland when I'm away, honest to God, is the countryside. Because mm. I live in a very busy, like I live on the ring road, basically on the main part of, anybody coming into London from like anywhere else in England has to come through Wembley where I am. And uh, I fucking basically live in one of the busiest parts of like just outside the inner city, like, you know. So I very, yeah. very much miss the countryside. 
very much, very much miss the countryside and being able to see the stars at night and stuff like that. And that's, uh, that's what I would miss most anyway. Um, look, anybody else who's away from Ireland, do get the topics into us as well. Do like, share the Facebook page and like us and follow us on that Instagram crack and uh, email us at goodfridaypodcast69 at gmail.com. We're going to move on to our next topic, which is agony ants. Now, you, you, you have an agony ant for me, don't you? It's, yes, yeah. I mean, it's, it's my own personal uh, situation, but it, it applies to a lot of people. And I'm just not, like, it's never something that I have heard people talk about openly, whether it's just because it's a weirdly specific thing to bring up or if it's just something people don't want to talk about. But okay. Here's the story. I, I have a cat, right? Um, for fuck's sake, Lev. I wanted a dog. On about your, you were taught you were going to go on about your breakup there for a second. You're on about a cat. Go on. No, everyone, everyone, everyone goes through breakups and that, they're not special. But this, this is like... <laughs> um, go on. I got a cat. It's a barren, it's a barren cat. It's a rescue. That means it was just like it was rescued, but it was kind of like raised in a way that it's 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 left it, it's that it's just to be left outside to keep mice out of your barn and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. um like it is well able to survive by itself blah, blah, blah. um so we noticed that he was like hiding um and he was getting real like really bad breath and then one day jewel come out of his mouth um which was normal like he jewels a lot um wiped it off but there was blood in it thought okay that's bad that's that's very bad brought to the vet um turns out that he is allergic to his own teeth. He like he has a gum disease. Uh, I don't, I can't remember the name, but it starts with S, S-T something. Shit. But uh, S-T, not S-H. All right. Uh, you Lex Dislick bastard. I'm Lex um, Dislick, yeah, go on. So there's, there's options. Option one, remove all his teeth, except the canines, which would cost. Dentures. No. Right. Um, just, just have, he'd only have his canines, which would cost $1,200. Okay. Uh, Option two oh, is to give him. Option two is to give him like steroids every three to four months to kind of combat the pain. Uh, option three is to just leave him at it. Like he's he, like he's getting on. Like he's you know cats don't show that they're in pain very often. Um, but he like he seems to be getting on okay. Um, but the problem with that is eventually the pain is going to become so much he's not going to be able to eat. He's going to get skinny, lose weight, unhealthy. Da 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 da. da. And then option four is getting him put down. Ooh. Which, like, thanks for keeping the tone of the podcast high and fucking cheery. There, I, yeah. it, this, but this is this is something that, like, you know, the people make this decision like a lot with their pets. But like, how do you how do you justify it, right? Because you can't um, like I, straight away when I was told like, okay, remove all his teeth, I was like, no, you cannot take his teeth out. Like, how is he going to eat? How is he going to defend himself? Like, that's not an option. Like, it's just it's just not. I mean, it's, but. I'd never do that cat. And I, you know, it's, I think it's a question of like, how long do you think that he can handle the pain and, and not be like just in excruciating agony yeah. every day? Fucking hell, lad. I mean, um, like what this, this stage first, does it to? This is the you... first real world problem that we've ever had on the agony on section. It really, really is. Jesus. <laughs> we get people texting in and fucking talking about like, Oh, um, I like this girl, but I can't talk to her. I just fucking wank over. And you're asking me, should we should we put your fucking cat down? Um, but like, where where do you draw the line? I think between... look, listen, it's as simple as this. And um, I think I, I was going to say this comes in a, to, to everything, and I've got to say no, that could very much get repealed the eighth anything. Um, mm. I think it depends on what quality of life the cat is going to have. Yeah, I'd say that like. You know, you, a cat on steroids, Jesus, like, you know, we've got to get him an old barbell and stuff as well. Um. <laughs> but then the other side of it is, like, I just some, to, people, some people would argue that they don't want to give up their cat, right? They don't want to be without that cat. So they're going to keep him alive, even if he's in agony, because they don't want to suffer. Uh, no, 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 I don't agree and with like that. And, like, that's, no, I'm not, like, I would do that, um, you know. Yeah. Like, I like to think that if I was... And I, I'm pretty sure I've written down somewhere. If I'm ever like paralyzed or if I'm like, like in a vegetative, vegetative state, state um, yeah. I just want to be taken out behind the back of the barn and just go in bed, done. Like, cause I, I, you know, I don't want to live if I'm not living, you know? I, that's, I don't want to just survive. 
there's no no point. I'm just going to be a, a drain on everybody else. I but think like this same in a roundabout way actually was about Joe Greco, but I talk about it in terms of a cat anyway. Uh, <laughs> I how did you get that? What? I th I think that this topic in a roundabout way was you talking about your mood that you're in after your breakup. But I will talk about the cat. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking with you. I'm only messing with you. Uh, no, look. As I said, I think it all comes down to the fact. I think that's a living thing. It's a living creature and stuff like that. At the end of the day, and you have to think about what quality of life that job's going to have. And mm. if you're only keeping them alive for your own needs, and it's it's kind of, you know, and it's leaving that animal in pain i think to be honest with you the kindest thing to do is to to put it down i think to be honest with you but if you don't have to do that yeah and you can give it some quality of life then do it but obviously it's the quality of life of the cat it's not just like you know whether or not it it, uh, it works and stuff i don't worry jack i won't put you down i want you doing that but, uh, i i'm telling you now that if i ever in a car crash and i'm sitting there with drew come out now i'll just to be fair, yeah, you have actually told me that before. You have actually, but you were drunk at the time, so I didn't know if you were serious or not. Well, now I'm time. Yeah, okay, yeah, no. Now you're serious, great. Uh, yeah, so um, to sum up, in short, shoot the fucking thing in the face. <laughs> Sound. I'll be back in a minute. No worries, bye. Bang. <laughs> right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, do send in your do send in your opinion. Should we shoot the fucking cat or not? <laughs> That's going to be the title in, of this episode. Should we shoot the fucking cat? Right. I, I, I send in your fucking agony ads and fucking try to top that. Yeah, exactly. And bring them do. back to like wanking about girlfriends and stuff like that. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, these real world problems. Like we're not set up for this. Um, right. We're going to move on to our next topic, ladies and gentlemen. And the next topic is the new topic that we had last week, which was step out for belts, in which I called out RTE, and now I'm never going to get the late late. But uh, uh, yeah, because you were going to get it before, like I fucking would go. I listen, come here. I would have got. I would have done fucking better than what Ray Darcy will when he gets that job. Uh, fucking right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rambling now. Right. So step out for belts this week. Who are you calling out? I calling out every goddamn bastard out there that thinks this pandemic is a fucking joke i i will fight all at once i don't care if i get the shit kicked out of me but anyone out there who thinks that this pandemic is not a real thing i think they don't need to social distance and they don't need to behave in a way should be behaving and these people going outside city halls because their gym is closed and then they work out outside the city hall that you're you're proving that you do not need the gym to work out do you understand how stupid you are like and then these people going around with masks with holes cut in them like people don't understand that okay you're not you're not gonna die okay but you are killing people by not adhering to what you have to do there was a there was a a salon a saloon a, sal a salon whatever. yeah opened up in was it texas i want to say texas don't quote me on texas um in america obviously yeah, it opened on. up um police can shut it down uh the lady got like jail time for it the governor of the state overruled it let her off and opened the salon jesus i just i just so anyone out there that thinks that you know you're above this lockdown social distancing blah 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 i will fucking fight you you so step out selfish 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 bastards step the fuck out for belts step the fuck out for belts um you don't need haircuts obviously if you watched our instagram story a couple of weeks ago you would have seen that uh, my friend connor mangan gave me my haircut uh, I've, I've been promising is that what you're calling it um I'm, I'm calling it less hair on my head anyway yeah uh, <laughs> it's uh I'm not sure if it was a good idea at the time, but no, in fairness, he didn't do too bad of a job. It settled down a lot more now, in fairness. It's, it doesn't look okay. too bad anymore. Yeah, no, it, seriously, it doesn't look too bad. Like, in fairness, now, I won't be going, like, I mean, I won't be pausing for any photos, but I don't want to be reminded of it. But, like, uh, 
once all this. It's is on the over. internet. It's there forever. Yeah, but no, I have to give Conor Mangan a shout out for that because, in fairness, he is a what you call it. He, he he did do that, and he has helped us out with uploading these podcasts and stuff like that in recent weeks as well. So Mangan, there you go. There's your shout out, and uh, stop sending on those shit killing a scully impressions. He'll know yeah. what that means. Nobody else will. But um, right, my legend of the week. Now, are I, you not I, doing a step out for belts? No, I. It's it's kind of connected the two of them are connected oh here we go so my legend of the week is reverend timothy pelk now you won't know who that is but reverend timothy pelk is a 70 year old catholic priest in detroit michigan right now Mm. 70 years of age in the high risk category and everything like that right this is a man who's still doing masses and still doing like uh, blessings and stuff like that but he's doing them in a very unique way he's doing them filling a water gun with holy water <laughs> and he's stepping back he's listen come here he has a full face mask on and uh, the full face guard and everything on top of it as well and has the gloves and the whole eyes two meters back and he's squirting the gun, the, the, the gun into the cars of people so that they can bless themselves and everything like that oh, i Lord. swear to god lad, look up this story it's there it's all over and somebody had some genius put up this um, poster as well saying the good, the bad, and the Holy Spirit. And it's a photo of Clint Eastwood and, like, you know, John Wayne and then what should we call this? Um, Timothy Pelt then with the mask and everything on with the water gun. And I just thought it was brilliant. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. The reason my step out for belts is connected to this is because there is people complaining about and saying that it's not dignified and that they want the Vatican to do something about it. Right? Uh, now, if the Vatican does anything about this, I will fucking fight the Vatican. <laughs> I've gone from RTE to the Vatican in the space of a week. I will fight you, the Vatican. Next week, I'm fighting God himself. What you know the Vatican has, like, armed security, right? That's fine. Hey, listen, that's grand. All Step right. out for belts. That's fine. Step the fuck out for belts. Right? So the Vatican is my one I'm calling out this week. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any more stories about who you think our legend of the week should be and who you think our... Um, step out for beds should be for next week do get us on to us as well now there's also a lot of people asking about the jelly beans right we didn't hand them out in the last two episodes so we have to hand them out there now my i'll take them you're not getting my jelly beans. not send them to canada will you fucking stop Fuck. <laughs> you'll get something for this um my step my jelly beans have to go for last week's correspondence which means they're going to connor o'neill did you hear the story that connor o'neill sent in you know connor I, I yeah i did i did I you knew did. that story as well about being interrupted <laughs> yeah. having sex i was like Fuck yeah, it yeah. Out. oh Jesus come here Christ. while while we're chatting to him or about him not to him uh he's he does a, a series on youtube uh autism that's right, me yeah. i think it's called is it aut- autism and me? Autism and me. Yeah, that's right. Jeff. Yeah, uh, look that up. It's it's like kind of a like I I've only watched bits and pieces of the episodes. I like I haven't. I, haven't. I watched his new one that he put up there yesterday, uh, episode four. There, it's he's brilliant. Seriously, it is. Connor um Connor is um has autism, and uh, he he does this documentary series, I suppose, where basically he he documents his own experience in certain different aspects of living with autism and stuff like that mm. as well. And it really is, it's, it's honest and it's in-depth and I'm learning stuff about autism that I would never have learned before and stuff as well. And it's fantastic and he's a great young lad and he, he is absolutely sound out and stuff as well. So not only are you getting jelly beans, you're getting a plug. So plug me now, you bastard, <laughs> right? Plug the Good Friday podcast now, Connor, right? Um, so I like how he said me, not, 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 not the podcast. He said plug, plug me. Yeah, plug me, not the podcast. The Protestants going to go mad about that, right? I also want to move on now to our mystery challenge, right? Now, you have a mystery challenge for me and for, yeah. for me and, and Jack Joel or just me on my own. It's, it's just for both of you, but I mean, like, it's, it's, not, it's not something difficult. It's just, it's just a, a culture thing. That's all it is. Okay. And so over here, they have this thing called the poutine. Poutine. Which, poutine. Okay. It's chips, gravy, and cheese curds. That's it. Uh, like that's all it is but it's it's like this global phenomenon now fuck class it's it's very gravy and cheese yeah like it sounds it sounds class like i don't know why you're so upset about but it it hasn't sound class it sounds like the shit you're trying to have been after a night of service no they're they're all they're delicious um so you have to make one of these uh, send me on a recipe so 
I just told the fucking recipe. There's no, there's no <laughs> peas. There's not. It's just chip cheese and gravy. There's nothing else to it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But it's like their national. It's like it's like the fry up back home. Like it's their national. Fucking I need dish. to say this as well. Joe Hall has no excuse to not do this because he fucking owns a restaurant. He has no excuse not to do this. All right. Did you just call him Joe? Joe Hall. That's his name. Jack Joe Hall. Sure. Oh, I thought you called him like Joe Hall, as in like Joe, like Joe Exotic. Um, no, but no, that's that's my challenge. You love like, that comparison, anyway. But yeah. you need to, you need to have. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he looks quite similar. Um, you need to make sure it's cheese curds. You can't make it with shredded cheese. I I made that mistake and I got given out for it. Um, so get a block of it and then just what? Throw it in or what? I d- I don't know how to make cheese curds. I don't know. Um, but so send me a recipe then. There obviously is something more to it. Just Google. You have okay. Yeah, no. You yeah, maybe not. I'll yeah. send you a recipe. Yeah, it's probably better. We yeah, know where we're, we know like where all your internet adventures end up. Yeah. But that's that's my challenge, and that's that's an open challenge because like, it's it's fucking good. Yeah, I'm I sending that challenge out to all of the listeners of this podcast as well. Make that see what it's like and se- tell us what it's like. Um, I want everybody else to be a guinea pig before I have to do it. Yeah. Um, Jack is still sending me on the challenge from last week uh, of um, sending me on the stuff for a festival in my own house. I'm going to do it. I really am. I'm going to do it for the crack. (laughs) A little tent out the yard. I'm going to get my flowery shorts and my shirt and my sunglasses and everything going. And hopefully we we get a bit of crack out and we'll post the photos up on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Um, So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our podcast for this week. This was... The chocolate teapot special. Jack, I really do want to thank you for giving us because, in fairness, I did get you up fairly early in the day and everything to do with it uh, by your standards. But um, did you enjoy it anyway? Um... Yes is the answer there. Don't hesitate. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Ah, no, it was, it was good. And it, it's, it's uh, unfucked my sleep schedule a bit now. I've been waking up at like noon and going to bed at 4 a.m. So this is... <laughs> We might, get you nice back at some other stage over the week. we might get you back at some other stage over the coming weeks as well to contribute on certain topics and stuff as well. But um, no, listen, that, I do genuinely want to thank you. All right, Thanks for this. And listen, I will get, because I want you to meet the other Jack. I have two Jacks in my life now. I've actually more than two, but like you're the two main ones anyway. And um, <laughs> yeah, Christ. I know I have to kind of keep, keep him sweet because he's not here. Pimp Jenkins. Huh? Pimp Jenkins. Pimp Jenkins, exactly. Yeah. Um, so listen, ladies and gentlemen, we really have loved it. Do get your emails into goodfridaypodcast69 at gmail.com. Like the Facebook page, share this podcast, share the Instagram page, follow the Instagram page, get all your friends to do it. You're all at home now doing fuck all, so you've no excuse not to do it. So get on yeah, it, do okay. it, fair play to you, all right? So for me... From Gaurav Mila Mahagut. Thank you very much. My name is Jack Johal, 110%. Oh, yeah, you seriously joking? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was him. That's not his accent. Isn't it more like... Well, no, that, uh, was him, no, no, that was him. He was just here, yeah. Said, yeah, 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 really good to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you <laughs> my friend. Uh... Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Darren Jenkins. And I'm Jack. God. <laughs> I love the way I'm going to say it a second there. And I'm Jack Chowhell, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Good Friday Podcast Chocolate Special. We'll see you next time. Could we? Uh, see good you next luck. time. Next week. Same channel. Good luck. I'm at a man's wedding in a church on Thomas Street. I'm looking at a bridesmaid and she's looking back at me. And when the service ends, I'll ask her if she wants a lift. And he offered me a spin Edna had a Honda So I might just go ahead And Darren give me silly With me in a Subaru So what the fuck would make you think I want to go with you I said fuck your Honda Civic I have a horse outside Fuck your Subaru I have a horse outside And fuck your Mitsubishi Horse outside If you're looking for a ride I'm a horse outside I won't believe ya She said it's fucking true I swapped him for a bag of yolks in 1992 And I don't need insurance 
try to clap my horse, he'll kick you in the face. I don't pay no tax, fucking CT. You're the rhyming style if you ride with me. And the boys are looking over, jingling their keys. I look the fuckers up and down, give them one of these. Middle finger, fuck your Honda Civic, I'm a horse outside. Fuck your Subaru, I have a horse outside And fuck your Mitsubishi, I'm a horse outside If you're looking for a ride, I'm a horse outside Giddy up now, baby, bless my soul I rode the fuck around the field back since he was a fool He runs a bit like Shergap, and he jumps like Tiernan Old He looks like Billy Piper after half an ounce and the boys are looking jealous As I need your one away Just before I close the door I look at her and say Would you be my girl? And she says I will of course If you grab me by the ponytail And ride me like a horse Yeah! Fuck, fuck your Honda Civic I'm a horse outside Fuck your Subaru I have a horse outside Fuck your Mitsubishi, I've a horse outside If you're looking for a ride, I've a horse outside There you go. Now, we told you we were shit.